What's up, guys? Welcome to the Lunch Beers Podcast, presented by the Podcast Room. We have myself, Brother Frank, Nikki Q, Eli, and Jared in studio. Coming up on this episode, we have Guys on Chick Flicks, the FTX debacle, NFL talk, beers and locks of the week. Let's stay activated. Oh, I fucked it up at the end. What is the group's opinion on chick flicks? Hmm. I think they are very um, integral. I don't know if I said that word right. Integral? Inter- I don't think integral? that's right. What is that word? Um, I think they're very important if you're trying to get laid. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Opinions? Uh, Thoughts? Easily guessable. Yes. Super predictable. Always have good-looking people in them. They do, right? Both sides. So I have been watching a lot of chick flicks lately in my spare time. (laughs) Am I proud? I don't know. But, you know, being on the grind, working so much, you know, I'm a working man. It's nice to just come home and have a happy story that's super predictable and just blur the fuck out. You might be the epitome of everything we are against and way too white dude, collar for everyone in the dude, room right now. Dude, I know. But, like, Netflix, I watched just one random one that I was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. Like, I'll, I'll throw it back. And now my ag- ag- algorithms change completely, and my entire Netflix is just you, chick flicks. So I'm dude, stuck in this wormhole. You and sound like Martha Stewart. I don't know how to get out. Well, Mar- Martha Stewart's a, a criminal, so she's an absolute G. But... I don't know, man. It it has been you diss yourself. It has been like so possibly. It's been so like relaxing, just not having to pay attention and stare at the television. So you just go, you go home and you watch like the Notebook, dude. Not the Notebook. That's too much. But I'm I'm talking like uh, a little more rom commy. type stuff. A little Fifty First Dates on one. You get off the Mean Girls. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I might. Yeah, I bet you do. I might. <laughs> it's been very relaxing, and I've always been super against it in relationships, but as of lately, I'm slowly enjoying Dude, watching What the fuck Jared. am I listening? Nick goes, Nick goes to Macy's and asks if the jeans have been in the sisterhood. You know what I mean? This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's your favorite know, one man. that you've seen? Give it to us right now. My favorite one? Yeah. Um... Uh, oh my god. Marley and me? No, that, I cried during that movie. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Either. Hang on, let me pull it up real quick. If it's not how to lose a guy in 10 days, then you're just wrong. See, I watched that the other day. <laughs> uh, crazy stupid love. He's saying this uh, out loud. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. All right, well, that was, um, welcome to, uh, Chick Flicks Talk brought to you by Nikki Q. Try it out sometime. Only yeah. Nikki Q. Hey, try it out. Okay, so uh, there's obviously a big thing in the news recently that I just don't understand. Um, so if anyone could explain to um, to me, a.k.a. a very dumb person, on what exactly is this FTX? Is it scandal? Is it drama? Is it a debacle? Like, I don't even know what's going on. What is it? So the thing that's uh, really shown out that caused this entire thing to explode is that the founders who are very young 20 year olds and have convinced mega investment bankers to fund them and whatnot uh, for this crypto trading platform 
is that they were taking the deposits, so the accounts, right? So like your bank needs to have their funds in order to cover your bank account in case you have to withdraw, right? That's where bank runs in, in the past have come from. They started using their uh, their clients' money that was in their accounts and then it reinvesting it into other companies. And they took massive losses, so they couldn't pay out anyone anymore. So they're doing a huge bank run, all the clients, and they had to declare bankruptcy because they can't pay out. Okay, so my only question. So the balance sheet shows a multi 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 like Nick. billion dollar missing platform missing funds that is going into like this circulation for money laundering because they can't find this money. Okay, so um the orgies in the Bahamas, is that true? Because that sounds pretty sick. It's gotta be. Well, there's that is actually pretty wild. <laughs> That's pretty fucking you have, sick. You actually have the one girl who is handling thirty two billion dollars of money daily who is tweeting about like people that aren't on amphetamines every it's like I can't imagine not being like on fifty milligrams of amphetamines all the time and being a dumb human that looks at TikTok. And it's got Frank, basically here's here's where we're at so you can understand. We're gonna we're gonna get this into uh football terms for you. Ooh, perfect. Tom Brady and Giselle are back together for a lawsuit against us. They just got divorced and they're gonna fall back in love suing this company that's laundering money to a country that literally just attacks somebody in Article Five NATO, which is an you know proceeds an act of war based off of the treaty they signed after you know with Lyndon B Johnson et cetera and and Woodrow they set up the United you know all the, all the treaty Europeans they, they're all so great whatever but it's here's it's all going to turn into just a love story that's going into Hollywood Tom Brady and Giselle back together because they won a lawsuit against a crypto company that was getting gas on Fox News about the people that hate the guy in the basement, but their entire audience is people that are also in their basement. The end is near. The end is near. Oh, my God. They're laundering I mean, money. I also, Bush I mean, I get some stuff, but someone just put a picture up of this guy and like, if you're an investor, how do you go to a meeting with this guy and be like, yeah. You can look up interviews with I him. I want to give he, you a billion dollars. He's wow. shaking so hard the chair's moving. <laughs> that's crazy. And this guy is having apparently orgies in his Bahamas Again, that's situation. Very, that's very cool. I'm and just going to say yeah. that. With that's like just Benny sick. Blanco, with dude. billions and billions of dollars just out of his We don't hate people for exploring their sexuality, Nick. We're not that type. We're not those type of people. I know, but like what's going on? Man? I don't know. But you know what I can't get, get behind in the whole Sam Bankman-Fried Every conspiracy thing is just the fact that there's getting money passed around to intentionally kill people right now. Like it just, it's it it gives me anxiety throughout the day a lot, and it's it's just ridiculous. That sucks that you have anxiety, man. What are you gonna do? You know? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Cell phones. Um, I'm telling you what you can't do. Just don't invest in FTX or yeah. I don't even know if can you invest directly in FTX or I'll tell you what I can do I is bet on sports. That's a way better investment in Absolutely. my book. Oh, Absolutely. man. Um, speaking of sports. Oh. Bush. Bush. In honor of the uh, the man of the week. Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. How about it? Uh, seen on a airplane riding home after beating the Eagles, um, drinking a Bush Light, a Bush Latte. Some of you guys out there know it as. Um, and we have that. So if you're currently 
uh, watch it on YouTube, then you see nothing in our hands and we're just drinking the air. So that would be cool. We got the if orange you want to check can, that out. Just like my boy Taylor. It's crazy that he's uh, going off for drinking a bush light, but, you know, Heineke, Heineken, miss opportunity. Bush. Yeah. Boom. I mean, this is, this is just a man's beer. Uh, manly man, 6. <laughs> 6. 6.9 in my book. This guy, Frank, just steals my beer. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it up like five minutes ago. I wanted, on, I wanted to do the bush man. thing. That was pretty cool, though. Thanks, Eli. I didn't want to get up. We have more beer. Yeah, he's, it was in Eli's reach. All right, right, let's go, guys. What do we got? This just brings you back to freshman year of college. I have so many memories fluttering through. It's beautiful. Are you going to give us a rating? No, nah, he's going to be real, like, PC about it. Oh, my God. That's so Sam Friedman know. of you. <laughs> I will give this... You want to be realistic or do the bush light rating? 6.2. Boom. 7. This is what you want to see on the slot machine. It's the lucky number. It's the go-to. It's the sitting in the woods. It's the orange Taylor Heineke after winning against the 8-0 no Eagles. Yeah, how about it? This guy, Eli, man. <laughs> this guy, Eli, is crazy. I'm drinking an invisible beer, which makes it better than Natty Light. Um, and I really do love Natty Light. But I love Bish Light even more. I just feel so in tune with the force right now. Um, it's got to be a seven. It's got to be like the king of college beers. It really has to be. Boom. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I could shotgun these all day long. Yeah, it's water. Uh, talking soccer coming at you from Nicholas. Go Foot, ahead, Nick. Football. Uh, World Cup's coming up, guys. I'm super excited. Get to watch games at 9 o'clock in the morning and all throughout the work day. Uh, I also think it's going to be one of the most interesting World Cups, even if you're not really a follower of soccer. Um, there's already a bunch of scandal going on. Qatar, Cater, however you pronounce it, is threatening TV crews. And uh, $92 we'll for see. a beer. We'll see what? a lot. Yeah, $92. That's not true. Yeah, no, it is. What? Dude, they like it's. what's that one Netflix video movie, whatever, what? about the guy that did the music event and is said that people in, are going to be in villas and they is were Is that in USD or like yeah. rupees or something? Yes, yes. So it's $92 for a beer and they got you sleeping in a tent just like with another person or what? Like it's just like you are literally in a tent. Oh well, first off, I feel like if you consciously make the decision to attend the World Cup in Qatar – it's like on you, man. Yeah. True. Read a book, you know. Yeah, betting on the World Cup, um, you know, during the day is going to be awesome. I will say, um, what Sunday, Monday, Thursday, probably Friday and Saturday. Not going to care about it. Uh, no. I mean, it is. It's just it is what tough. it is. Um, moving on to the thing we all care about, NFL. Big week, um, Eli. Uh, I don't know if you got all your Washington talk out, but if you wanted to start it off, if you had anything else to say, go ahead. Big week oh, for the Commanders, left hand up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I got a couple things to say because I spent a lot of time arguing with the Eagles yeah, fans off, King. the past couple days. Okay, I found that it's only three facts to dissolve your ICE fan base, okay? You guys come at us, you get all weird, you're 8-1, and one, you're all upset for some reason on a game you pissed away, like this bush light's going to happen in an hour. But here are three facts that you need to know about Washington when it comes to Philadelphia. Number one, we have more rings than you. It's 3-1, to one, right? But that's the easy one. I've been saying that since third grade, and it was a zero at that time, just for the record. 
Also, Washington has a head-to-head winning record against Philadelphia all time. Oh, so crazy. Oh, think about it. And on top of that, Washington has a better win percent than Philadelphia as a franchise. So next time you think about disrespecting your local Washington fan as a Philly guy, remember those facts because nothing you're saying is factual. Go Birds. Love that. Love that. Okay, moving on to the upcoming week. Uh, I guess we'll just start with Browns and Bills and kind of take it from there. Jared, what are your thoughts? I just that snow was, game. That was uh, that was crazy because we loved the, the Philly fans like a week ago. But I'm right on board with Eli. I mean, he's got us drinking Bush Light. How about it, um, dude? How about the snow bowl though coming up? Uh, what is it? They're projecting potential two feet of snow. Um, Eli and I were kicking this around on the text message today while I was dreading being a you know a cog in the machine. And, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to make the case for the Browns with the points. Um, essentially because I feel like if they do play this game, the Browns front is strong enough to stop the – we got noise going on in the background. I like that. Whose phone is that? Someone oh, else. shit, is that me? No, it's not me. Actually, it might be me. I think it's you. <laughs> what was the beer crack? Where'd that come from? That was awesome. It fits. The Corlin Sutton stuff was me. Yeah, we should just let that rock because that was awesome, Frank. Um. Anyway, the the fact the fact of the matter is is that the Cleveland Browns have a two headed monster in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And I mean, how are how are you going to throw the ball? How is anyone going to throw the ball in conditions like that? I don't. I mean, I don't know. Josh Allen can do crazy stuff, but like hasn't really been looking too great of late. Decision making is not there. Um, it kind of looks like they're a team that's pressing, which I don't know why. You know, they're a great football team, but you know they decide to play in conditions like that. I feel like I feel like there's a really nice bet towards teasing up Cleveland and the under tease up the under, and you got to do it ASAP. Um, maybe by Friday the number will still be okay. Um, but I just feel like if no one's scoring touchdowns and Cleveland can just continue to pound the ball on the ground and get first downs, like they're going to hang the whole time. Yeah. I think Deshaun Watson might be playing as well. No, he's not really he comes back the game against the Texans. Texans oh, the following yeah. week. Okay. No, and bad. it wouldn't matter. You're not going to pass the ball anyway. True. That also scares me as a Ravens fan because it it puts the Browns in another winnable situation before Watson comes up because they still have one more game. There's a bunch of division games stacked up at the back end of the schedule, and it's like the Browns are kind of hanging right now. And if I mean, I, I hope the Ravens defense can stick up, but they 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 might have a chance to you know pull something crazy out and put themselves in a position to make the playoffs in the AFC. Snow football is just the best. I love watching it. It just looks great, especially when it starts sticking on the ground and, and people are, you know, slipping and sliding in it. Uh, just a great time to watch. I just feel like this is one of those games where the Bills kind of remind everyone, you know, they're the Bills. Um, like you said, I mean, they've been not too well. Josh Allen has not looked good the last couple of weeks. I think he has like four red zone interceptions the last two weeks. Like that's bad, man. Just bad decision making. Uh, I think this is a game where, again, Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, Sean McDermott kind of remind everyone who they are. And that's my thoughts on that. Okay. Dallas, favorites on the road against the Vikings. And I'll start here because I feel like I slander Kirk Cousins a lot. 
I think he is a very average quarterback. But at this point in time, coming off a win on the road against the Super Bowl favorites, he is the quarterback of an 8-1 and team. Um, just an unreal game last week. Uh, Justin Jefferson, an alien. That catch, like, it's almost like the defender, like, helped to make that catch, but his hands are so strong. It, it was probably better than Odell's catch. Um, insane, especially the, uh, um, the down and distance. Um, I don't know. What are you guys thinking about the Vikings? I feel like I shit on them a lot. But uh, but I guess you'll see where uh, where my money is later in locks. I don't know. I feel like they're a team that's they're having fun right now. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's it's, dude. So it, when true. you're having fun in sports, dude, you could be dangerous, man. Like look at the Phils. They were having fun. They were dangerous. Them uh, flying home on the plane, yeah, just rocking, rocking, rocking the chains. Yeah. Kirk Cousins two weeks ago, Patrick Peterson who had two interceptions, had all the chains yeah. on. They last just, week. And you know what? They don't care. They don't care about the media hype. The team, the team looks like a unit that's like. They're pretty tight. Now, it's funny. They started the trend. Um, but I feel – I mean, I don't know. You guys – I made the case for Kirk Cousins last year as a good quarterback, and he should be MVP race, and you guys were all like, Raw. It's the um, MVP part, dude. dude there's no it's way. Again, I'm not part. saying he's he's the MVP you this year or anything. throwing that in there. Yeah, but, dude, <laughs> he wins games, and his, he has good – he's got a good quarterback rating. Like, dude's I good, would, and he got I, weapons now. I think it's fair to say that he didn't win the game last week. No. No, absolutely. I not. think that's a little fair to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, but again, he's a quarterback of an A one team. Yeah, I'll, I'll and they say put that. up points. They did put up points against the team, you know, a Bills team that everyone's so scared of, a Bills team that also held the Ravens to a scoreless second half, mind you. Um, so, like, it's not like that Bills defense can't get nasty. I think it's very impressive what they did being able to score that much. But I'm big fishy line guy. Um, like, I probably won't bet this game, but if I did, like, I'd probably bet the Cowboys. Just because it almost seems like the books are begging you. They're absolutely begging you to take the Vikings at home. Yeah, no, I agree. That's definitely my thoughts on that as well. Ah, So weird to see, obviously, a team coming off a deflating loss. Favorites on the road against a team that just yeah. came off the biggest weird. win of the Crazy. season. Um, Overtime loss, mind you. Yeah, exactly. Vikings taking 69% of bets. Uh, right now, 58% of handle. And the split's 31-42. So I feel like sharp money is going to keep coming in, or at least on the money line, where they have 79% of the bets at even money. So I think, I mean, dude, how do you not take the Cowboys in that spot? I like fishy line. I like a fishy line. Okay, the garbage bowl of the week. And now this is my thoughts on this game, right? Raiders at Broncos. The Raiders just got beat by interim head coach Jeff Saturday. Uh, who's obviously for the boys. Did you guys see his press conference? It was just like, bro this, bro that, man this, man that. Just like, he's going to be him, which was awesome. I love that. Um, but I think it'd be really cool if the rest of the season, every team the Raiders play just hires a random interim head coach to like coach against the Raiders. That would be so funny. Like if, if the Broncos are just like, all right, Nathaniel Hackey, you take a seat, Peyton Manning. You're coaching against the, the Raiders this week. That would be so funny. Oh, my God. Right? Uh, how many how many reports would come back saying, I hate Russell Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> how bad does that look for Josh McDaniels, though? Dude, Losing to Jeff Saturday? Like I lo- dude, I, would, I was loving Twitter, like, when the Colts won, all the, all the hate. Because, like, uh, freaking, who was the they call him the coach the guy that used to coach the Steelers before Tomlin he won a Super Bowl he's got the mustache he's oh, Bill, Bill Cowher yeah Bill Cowher 
was given Saturday a bunch of trash, right? Like, how do you come in the NFL and, and just, like, coach with no coaching experience? It's like, how do you get in the broadcasting booth after being a coach and having no broadcasting degree? You know what I mean? Like, That's you, you never shit. worked in media. That was my point. And then for him to say that, like, bring that juju into the world, and the Colts to just come out and squeak that game out against just a defeated and depressed and maybe crying in front of cameras, Las Vegas Raiders. And now they go to Denver, which is, you know, the, the second plat, the second saddest place in the NFL <laughs> right now. But, oh, my God. But they did stat. beat them in Vegas. So it's a little revenge spot for the Raiders here. Who's going to say it? This is the this is one of the craziest stats of the NFL season. Oh, I put that in there. Yeah, yeah Jared, you saw that. Go you ahead, bro. Say that, it. Dude, dude, this the, is crazy. The Broncos would be eight and one <laughs> if they would just have scored eighteen points or more in every single contest they played in this year. <laughs> no way. That's insane, dude. Three touchdowns and they're eight and one. No way. But let's give Russell Wilson two fifty. Yo, let Russ cook, man. Let, dude, Russ. Russ is cooking. Russ is cooking Big Macs that have been in the prison freezer for fifteen years that have maggots on them. How do you? What do you think the locker room dynamics like? Because obviously their defense, like that's a stat that shows how good their defense for, is yeah. playing for the Broncos. What's the dynamic in that locker room when you would be eight and one if your dude, offense just him. put up eighteen points? He's like Bro. Carson Wentz, dude. Those those types of dudes. I had a coach like that. Those, no one likes the Russell Wilson s types. And I think that's really just the downfall of the team is the fact that they invested. When does John Elway pick a good quarterback? All right, let's just say, let's just bring that out there first. And he made another bad decision. Oh, wow, big surprise. They all hate him. But look, dude, they have Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, um, you know, the run game. They just added to it. And then you have a great defense. How do you, how do you not win with that team? Is it not the biggest, up, like, letdown in all of NFL this year? They're the Brooklyn Nets of the NFL. Yeah, do you drink to that? I drink to that. You drink (laughs) to that? I feel like Russell Wilson is just in the corner of the uh, locker room. He's just doing high knees while everyone's sulking. Yeah, everyone hates him because he's so weird. Yeah, he's fake. He's He's a fake guy. He's got to be nice. He's he's got to be the, in the NFL, the worst dude to do drugs with. Yeah. (laughs) No, I wouldn't want to do anything around him. Right? Drugs or drink. He probably the wouldn't. Worst. He wouldn't do it. He would do like a fake one and then snitch on you and then pass the drug test when you fail. Dude, he, Russell Wilson's the type of dude that you go out golfing with with an eight thirty tea time, and he was like, "Really, dude? You can't wait to have a beer till after the round." <laughs> like that's that's him, dude. No fun. He'll be it's just <laughs> the worst. Russell Wilson will take some shrooms and two minutes later be like, "You guys feel it yet? I'm feeling it." <laughs> He must suck, man. Like I can't imagine being the that's the leader God, of your team. Uh, that's awful. He's so doing, you know, dude, you know why they call it the the danger Russ? Because he's got eating tuna sandwiches from Subway that ain't even tuna, bro. It's all chemical. That commercial based Bill Gates food is the worst. Dangerous. Where he's being like Jeffrey Dahmer. It's oh like, my yeah. god. <laughs> he's like whispering and shit. You want to get dangerous? Yo, it's not. You done anything dangerous lately? <laughs> I won't tell. Um, okay, I gotta shine some some light on the Giants. Seven and two, one game out of not only the NFC beast but the NFC in general. One game out of having the number one seed in the NFC. That's just crazy to think about. Nikki Q, how are you feeling? 
I think we're uh, top five or top six ranked in the entire NFL right now on a lot of on the eye op- test, <laughs> according to your personal rankings. Yeah, according to according to Twitter. I like um, that. I like that. Feels good. Just feels, <laughs> feels good. There you go. Yeah. I mean, against the three and six Lions this week, mm-hmm. hopefully that could be another win at home. Uh, yeah, pretty exciting times. Um, what are the games we got going on here? Um, and we have an I'm easy schedule. So, mar- dude, money line care. parlays with them. I, I like that. Getting the just bet Giants money line, just tack them on the you know the Ravens, Chief Chargers be best fun. game of the week probably. Yeah, would you easily. guys agree? Absolutely, that game's I hope gonna that's be awesome. A shootout, man. We oh, need yeah. we need a Sunday night football with like. 50-plus combined points. Yeah, with my quarterback, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, dude, we, we need that as a society. Um, commanders got the Texans. Sloppy seconds it's a little for the Commanders. Wracking. I'm just nervous of Damian, but just, I got faith in the team. NFC Beast, baby. Yo, it would be sick if all, all four teams yeah, make so the playoffs. Cool. First time in NFL history. That would be wild. That would be wild. I feel, like if the, I feel like if the Commanders – can do this and rally around Heineke. They need to like go and draft him an offensive line. They got a good dude. They have very good skill players. Very yeah, good do. skill players. They're a good team, dude. They like, Chase Young back soon. Jaha Dotson. They got you know you have Scary Terry with an insane what like forty eight yard grab in that game on dude, on Terry Monday. And Heineke threw a dime on that play too, bro. Curtis right in the Samuel, bread basket. Logan that was, Thomas yeah. by Robinson. Curtis Gibson. Samuel is the new Debo Samuel. He's your poor man's Debo Samuel, but he's an emerging player who's really good. But you know what? He can be just as good as Debo if they get a line. Like, dude, just rock with Taylor and keep those skill players and get an offensive line and get your best player back. Yeah, and you chase already have. Him. Yeah, you already have a great defense, dude. Ron Rivera might actually turn this team around. Like, they could be scary in a couple years, especially if Dan Snyder's old ass. Yeah, you know, creepy sells the team to somebody who really loves football. Hope we don't go to Jeff Bezos. I want to go to Matthew McConaughey. Alright. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I like that. Bush line. All right. It's kind of crazy that like Carson Wentz just didn't target Terry at all. He was just running. And Taylor Heineke's like, fuck it, Terry down there somewhere. Dude, yo, facts. You guys want to roast Carson Wentz for a couple couple minutes? Ooh, I'm down. Red yeah. hair. He's the type of guy that comes to a Christian university and tells everyone why he accidentally lost his virginity when he was playing D1 football. Virginity. He's got virginity. <laughs> He's got to lead the NFL in most just open-handed throws. Like, he drops back, someone rips the ball out of his hand, and he just still throws it. Like, that's Carson Wentz. Yeah, he brings, No pocket awareness at all. He brings a fruit salad to the family function. Dude, oh, he... He rather uh, he's just so weird. Like the pitcher he po like I don't know. He's just weird. That's it. That's roasting Carson Wentz. Okay. I want to roast your fantasy. Yeah, Carson Wentz is the type of guy that accidentally shoots you when they go hunting, but it's really because oh. he's got a sociopathic side that nobody sees. Okay. Oh. Okay. A little US so. history thrown in there. Yeah, I like okay. it. <laughs> okay. Okay, guy. All right. We're here, here comes fantasy yeah. football. I need a swig after that crazy take from Jared. All right, big week. It's the bush light. Big week. Every week's a big week. Uh, Pulled one out against Tyler. Dropped that little line in there for him because he's a psychopath. Uh, Worked it out on the Monday night game. Stefan with the big win over Nick. Bucks 60 to 112. Uh, Fryer me up with the loss to Sags, 119 to 115. Sags, once again, he might become the new fake champ if he keeps up this lucky streak. Uh, Chicago beers dropping one. I mean, at 87, you got a B plus to remember the tight ones. I'm sure Kyle's going to bring that up at the next family you, function. Kyle. 
104, Troy Naden over Jared. Paul Tuckett Pats. Paul Tuckett can't buy a win. Three and seven. Third and Lager Walsh. Doesn't fix his name, but he squeaks another one out against your boy Juice. Not too bad. Pretty close games. Boom. That's it. <laughs> Lunch Beers Podcast, Fantasy Football League. Um, okay. The most important segment. Going to our locks of the week. Okay. Seven and three. Last week, uh, nice win for your boy, Steelers. If you got them at any other number, you're still a winner because they went outright. Ten-point win. Uh, thank you to Mike Tomlin, home dog. Bet it every time. Frank, you're hot, dude. Okay. This week, like I said, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I will take the Dallas Cowboys minus one and a half on the road in Minnesota against the eight and one Vikings. It's not quite a primetime game, but it's halfway there. Uh, it's, it's halfway between 1 PM Kirk cousins and primetime Kirk. So uh, I like my chances there. Very dramatic, big win for the Vikings uh, coming off a tough loss for the Cowboys and they're still road favorites. Hmm. That's my lock. All right. I forgot to put money in my meter. Shit. Uh, so soccer's coming up, and I'm going to be switching over to those types of bets. Super into it. So uh, starting this Sunday is when it kicks off, but U.S. plays Monday as well. I'm going to take England and Argentina money line in a parlay at minus 165. And then on that Monday uh, afternoon game, the USA versus Wales, I'm going to take both teams to score. I believe it's plus 112. Uh, the USA has been 5-for-5 five five in, in their last World Cup games for both teams to score. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it simple. Uh, coming in at 500, uh, a line I can't seem to get away from. So I'm just taking Bengals minus four against Pitt. That is, that's all the, the telling you're going to get. Just lock it in. I love it. I hope that happens. Um, couldn't even enjoy the good Saturday last week. Um, good friends of mine, Troy and Alex, got engaged. Very happy day. Downstairs drinking in Brew Works. And uh, Mississippi State just keeps turning the ball over and can't uh, make my night even better. Uh, covering the 17 against, you know, the number one ranked team in the NCAA. So... That's probably my fault for just having any type of belief in an SEC home dog that's 7-1 and one ATS and back-to-back SEC games. But whatever. Um, talk about a bad beat. But uh, we did squeak one out in the NFL. So uh, coming in 6-4-1, and one, still two games above 500. we We're feeling good. Giants-Chiefs. Uh, Giants got a little sweaty last week. But uh, Saquon, dude, over 100 yards carrying the football and a touchdown. Fucking love that guy. Valley Boys up. Let's come in. Let's get crazy this week, dude. I know TCU, you know, they're in the playoff, the new the new playoff that still kind of sucks. Um, but they're going they're going home to the Baylor Bears and you know what? Bears they don't do nice things to people. So, we're going to take the we're going to take Baylor plus two and a half, uh minus 110, which is pretty much everywhere. And then um you know, I'm going to go, you know, with my Ravens. They're coming playing an absolute dog shit team in the Carolina Panthers and uh you know, Washington you know, I'm drinking Bush Light, so I'm feel, I'm feel, I'm on the Taylor Heineke train, and I'm gonna parlay them with the Ravens. This is an absurd price, minus one sixteen. Um, I mean, come on, you can't ask for any better than that. You're almost at even money or a, a standard one ten bet on a spread for those two parlayed together. Um, send the fucking house, boys. 
And then I got a, I got a bet in the cooler for you, you know, for later. Bet in the cooler. Uh, Ravens over 11 and a half wins right now on DraftKings is plus 105. And their schedule goes as following. Carolina at Jacksonville, home against Denver, at Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, home against Atlanta, Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati. Um, yeah, there, there's, a, there's 12 wins in there. At 100%. There's 12 wins in there and at even money. And I think, you know, how do they not win the next one, two, three, four games against Carolina, Jacksonville, and Pittsburgh? They beat Atlanta. And then you just have to worry about playing Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Cincinnati one more time where they'll probably be favorites in all those games. You'll get plus money to hedge out. So I think that's absolutely 100% a play you want to have in your future market right now. There's a lot of info. <laughs> I like the cooler bet. Yeah, it's in the cooler. For later. Yeah, so we'll bring it up again in, you know, like four weeks. For later. It's in the cooler. Yeah, but bet, bet it now before, you know, it's too late because plus money is good money. Before someone takes it out of the cooler. Yeah, yeah. all you squares get on it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> the squares, dude. I'm the Jeff Bezos against squares. You can't take a pee in my house. <laughs> With that being said... Good episode, guys. We'll circle back next week. Thank you so very much for watching. Check us out on all socials. That is at LunchBeersPod. And check us out online at www.LunchBeersPodcast.com. See you later.